You are now tuned into Reppin' Sessions Podcast. Exclusive interviews with White Oak Roughneck Legends. Follow on Instagram and Facebook. Reppin' the Roughnecks. Episode 11, we got Mr. Allstate, number nine, Brandon Cook in the house. We are finally in Roy Brew studio. I've got Mason with me today. Let's just hop into it, guys. Welcome, Brandon. What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> good, good, man. So I kind of want to get into the beginning of your story. I don't. I know you came from Malakoff. Mm-hmm. So tell us, I know you got roots in White Oak. So I started school at Eustis. I went from kindergarten to third grade there. My mom was teaching there, was the reason I went to school there. But my dad was coaching middle school football at Malakoff at the time. And so I guess around that time, third grade hit, my mom got a job at Malakoff. So that's whenever I went there. Uh, yeah, uh, I remember, you know, you, you know, you coming over here, uh, in 15 was your first football season here. Is that correct? Yep. They, how far did Malakoff go that year? Didn't they go four rounds? They beat Cameron. They went five rounds. Okay. So they went to the semis. Yeah. They went to the semis and lost to Rockdale. Mineola beat Rockdale in the state championship that year. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I knew that they went far. I, I don't like Cameron, yo, because if you know, okay. 2013, yeah. you know, we should have beat him, I felt like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anytime I can see yo look lose, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so uh, Malikov, I think it was like 56 to 50 something, uh, barely beat yo yeah. in the quarterfinals. I think it was in the second round. The second round? I know they lost to Cameron Yo in the second round the the previous year. Yeah, don't yeah don't take my word for it, but I think it was the quarterfinal round, uh, the fourth mm-hmm. round where they uh, it was like a a big game. From what I understand, you know, fifty something to fifty something, barely beat, him, mm-hmm. barely beat him. But um, you know, and then obviously, uh, your senior year here, you know, we uh, lost in the second round of Pottsboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you uh, regret moving here? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing. That's you know, fun. no, I, that's I'm a, really a roughneck at heart. You know, I, I, I wouldn't go anywhere yeah. else. But uh, no. I just knowing that Malakoff went that far. Yeah. Obviously had, you know, a team with talent, Judd Miller and probably some others, uh-huh. you know, uh, and, you know, we lost in the second round, but then they mm-hmm. went, I guess, five rounds. It's like, man, I wonder right. if Brandon thinks, you know, he should have stayed at Malakoff. In my mind, I'm like, man, I bet Brandon's kind of upset, you know, Malakoff no. went further. <laughs> so, obviously, like, even big, big picture, like, I met my fiance at White Oak, and so... Even that right there, I'm, yeah. I'm so lucky to have moved here. But you're right, it is bittersweet. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because their weakest position at Malakoff was probably safety. They had an underclassman playing yeah. safety there. So yeah. I think I, I would have helped out for sure. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Saying. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't trade my time at White Oak for anything. I yeah, that's how I, I built. I built great relationships at White Oak. I built relationships with people that I call my brother to this oh, day. Okay. So. I yeah, I was sitting there thinking, it was like, man, Brandon's all stated wide. Open. You know, it probably would have been all stated. I know the Malakoff guys were probably, dang it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's if, funny if that y'all would have been on, on the Malakoff team. You never know. They could have probably won state, you know? And see, Malakoff still to this day hadn't won state, mm-hmm. right? right? Yeah, they went. Uh, Two years later, they went to the state championship. So did you move to White Oak the school year before the 15th season yep. or that summer? That summer. Okay. That's- so how, when you moved in, you started two days, how did the team 
take to, you know, you moving in and how did y'all adapt to each other? So like what we were talking about earlier, there was a Allstate free safety that was playing there right before I got there. And his name was Jake Pullen. Yeah. And he was a bad dude. He yeah, was, Jake was good. He was a heck of a football player. I had a lot of teammates that were really wanting me to fill in his shoes and to be, he had like 200 tackles in Jeez. one season. So I had to, that's part of the reason why. I came downhill so often because I had my teammates that are like, hey, Jake would have made that play. <laughs> now you go make that play. That kind of bothered me at first, but they were just trying to get the most out of me. Man, my most memorable, well, I guess two, two memorable plays of you on offense, mm -hmm. Spring Hill. Oh, dude, I loved it when they did that little, uh, I, I'm not a receiver. I don't know what. Shoot, it was just a five-yard hitch. Just <laughs> a five-yard hitch. took off. Yeah. yeah, he did a little step and. God, I yeah. mean, how, how many yards is that? 60 or 70 you got on that one? I think it mentioned 80. My favorite was the Jefferson game where you did the uh, in and in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think you kind of dove for the, the yeah. catch. Uh, what, what, what route is that? So we call it a trash can. Okay. I, I don't know for what reason, but you just run the slant all game, and right. then you give them that same move. Give them that inside inside step, and that's when we just turn out. Man, yeah, dude, it was like, uh, uh, I guess you played it with Hood, you know, a lot. Mm -hmm. But, man, uh, Sumro, that was when Sumro threw the youth ball. Yeah. It, it was just, like, perfect. Everything about it was perfect. Sumro knew you were going to do right. it. You knew you were there. And, I mean, it was awesome yeah. seeing that. Those, those were two of my favorite plays watching Definitely. in those games. That Spring Hill one, is def that's probably the one that, I'm most remembered for just because we were losing at the time. We were losing like zero oh, to seven. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so it was our first touchdown of the game. So that was kind of us like firing the first punch. Like, hey, let's do this. So how do you feel about the rivalry being canceled this year? Man, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate yeah. just because it is such a story, a storied thing. But uh, the only thing that we can do as a team, since I'm on, I'm on staff now as a coach, the only thing that we can do is players on our schedule yeah. now yeah i'm sure it'll uh the robbery oh yeah i'm sure uh, uh, man it might even be more hopped up when it gets back going than it than it was when it stopped so yeah especially since it's tied next one takes the series lead yeah and what and spring hills never owned the series lead yeah they've, we've tied it a couple of times but they've never taken the lead on this mm, yeah well, i'm glad we my class was able to etch a couple wins on that total first year in wide open 15 is there one game in 15 that sticks out like, what's your biggest memory from that first season you, when you came to Wide Oak? It's definitely got to be second round against Pottsboro. Whenever we beat, whenever we beat them, they were there was a highly ranked, ranked team. Sunnyville was ranked too. Right. We did. We lost to Mineola and we lost to Bullard. Yeah. So. And Mineola, they were ranked number one in the state yeah. at the time when we lost to them. So that was. And we so barely played, lost to Bullard you, you too. You played against Jeremiah Crawford. Yep. Okay. Sure did. And Chance Perkins, but definitely beating Pottsboro. Whenever, so do y'all remember, were you at that game? Yeah, yes, I, I was. So Wyatt Smith snapped his leg, like in the first quarter or second, we had to stop play for a long time. Right out of that, out of the long timeout, after he got Carter off the field, we ran a hook and ladder play that went to the house. I can't remember, I think it was, Col it was to Colby Sigley and he pitched it back to Dax Davis. And Dax Davis ran it all the way to the house, and that was one of the loudest I've ever heard the fans. Oh, wow. So that was yeah, a pretty special moment. Uh, was that a Mueller play? Oh, yeah. Watching Coach Mueller and 
you know, all the plays and stuff. It was it was easy to get hyped up. Oh yeah. yeah. He was a crazy dude. Yeah. He loved football. Brandon was the first year student athlete of the week winner in week five. And I know you mentioned you met your your fiance mm-hmm. in White Oak. Kyla Week. She was week winner one. Oh, yeah, so okay. that was that's yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Brandon's the first student athlete of the week winner we've had on the podcast too. Really? Yeah. It's an honor. Yeah, it's an honor. Uh, Dawson didn't win it. He never won. Huh. He was a bad dude, though. He was our best offensive lineman. My I, 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 we had some good offensive line. Uh, I like watching him on defense. At mm-hmm. our, de- our defensive line that year was so good. Yeah, I liked watching him and Jalen and Elijah. Yeah. It was crazy. I like whenever our secondary was at its best, it's whenever our defensive line was applying pressure. Oh, yeah. So it See, starts up front. Like Hood, you just don't rattle him. Yeah, I think the right. more pressure you put on him, uh-huh. the better he plays. How can you rattle Heath Hood when we can't oh, even get right. a hand on him? Speaking of Hood, he can't even hardly touch Hood. Hood. How was it playing with Hood? Oh man, yeah. You're what talking. was your forty time? So my fastest forty time, I think, was like a low four six. Okay, okay, something like that. What was Hood's? Do you remember? I don't know what he, so he was just his sophomore, it was the off season after his junior year, or I can't even remember. I guess it was after his sophomore yeah, year. Yeah, right. And so it was my junior year. So I didn't get to see how fast he got, but. Well, was he we, faster than you? I think while I was in school, I just had a step on him. Okay. And not even in all races. In a 40, I think I could get him. In a 200, I think he got me. And a 400, I think I could get him. Yeah. But I think by the time he's a senior, he probably was faster than I was. We we would see that on the field. We're like, oh, he was special, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's but playing with that dude, you just have to be ready for anything. Like you have to be ready to block on a pass play call. You gotta be ready to do it. Like if he's rolling out that way, you gotta go across the field. Yeah. He might see you. He might see you in launches. So the first glimpse that I got from Heath Hood was during one of our scrimmages, and it was his sophomore year. And he was playing receiver against EF, and he was just making dudes look silly. Yeah. He was juking guys out, and then he got to go in at quarterback, and he was doing the same stuff that he had been for, that he yeah. would end up doing for the next two years. But you got to see it right there, and you're like, whoa. This you know, dude, uh, he's got some shape to him. Still talk to him? Yeah. yeah. I, anytime he makes a top 10 sports center play i try to reach out to him and be like man keep yeah. it up did you uh, play any football at college did you i so i signed to go play at etbu okay i stuck with that for about two months and why i stopped and was probably just like a maturity thing okay. i wish i was the man that i am now whenever i was 18 years old and another thing was i hated my position coach like i would make good plays in practice like Swat down a ball on one of the better receivers on the team, and I even had an interception during a scrimmage. My position coach just never showed me any sort of love, mm. and so that's part of the reason why I got into coaching is because I want to have an impact on these kids' lives in, in a positive way. So I had a really bad coach, and so I want to be a good coach just to build these kids up. So tell us now that you're on the staff. Uh, mm-hmm. What what's your expectations this year? What do you think? I mean, oh, tell I'm, us a little bit about. I'm, I'm thinking playoffs for this group. We've got 21 seniors, so we've got a lot of leadership. We've got some dudes. We've got number six Noah Carter, free safety, wide receiver. Yeah, he's he's a dude. Yeah, he's, he's a dude. Noah's good. He's probably one of our best 
pure athletes, pound for pound. And then another guy, Luke Baker, number 12. He's going to be playing inside backer for us, probably a little bit of a receiver. How big is the line going to be this year? Because that's kind of, well, you know, we, we, need, we need some big boys. So we got we got a wheat on our team. And if you know anything about the oh, wheats, okay. we got yeah. they're big. Yeah, there so you go. we got Colin Wheat. And then Corbin Front, he's a tackle. Yeah, that's right. He's a, he's a leader dude. on the team. Yeah, he's a, he's a leader. Okay. So, Anyone yeah. new on varsity to look out for that didn't get a lot of playing time last year, maybe, that's taken over a senior that graduated? So. Obviously, we just had Casey Sigley leave the door, who, yeah. who was a great player for us. Yeah. You want to talk about someone that competes. But So we kind of had a question mark, hey, who's going to be our quarterback this year? But we were fortunate enough to have a guy that used to come to school at Wido. We grew up with the, with these guys. And, yeah, yeah. and he's coming back in from Longview. Yep. And his name is Landon. Yeah. He's a dude. He's got a pretty ball. I'd like to see uh, Dalton at, at running back, though, man, because his it seems like he's got some speed on him. He's, so, the, he's the fastest kid in the program. Yeah. Um, One of the strongest, too. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just trying to get him fired up. You just you just have to – you just got a lot of, lot of yeah. fire under him. Uh, yeah. I, I remember you were probably one of the more fired-up players on the 16 team, weren't mm-hmm. you? I know Trez to get fired oh, up, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Jalen Jeffrey. Uh, uh, Caleb Ant- Antonio Castiglione. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chase I, I, Reeves. Yeah, Chase. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him talk some trash to Springfield. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. After he graduated, yeah. he talked a little bit to him. Oh, I thought it was funny. I love it. Uh, so you're coaching linebackers. Is there anybody? I know we uh, lost our two linebackers last year. Sam Dusick. Bisdell. Yeah. And, he was good and Gavin Jones isn't playing this year, I've been told. Right. Who's going to be taking over linebacker duties this year? So an outside linebacker, we have a guy that's returning on varsity. He kind of got – he filled in for Bisdell whenever Bisdell got hurt. And his name is Grayson Thompson. He's a really good kid. Strong, yeah, very yeah. coachable, disciplined. Right. So he's going to be one of our better ones. He's going to be a leader on the team for awesome. sure. And then Jesse Pratt, who's going to be a senior. He's another one of our outside backers. And he was on varsity last year. He, yeah, I remember the name. I think yeah. he probably went in more special teams uh, and stuff like that. his dad a uh, coach? His dad is a coach, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, his dad uh, helps out with the tunnel crew and stuff like yeah. that. So. His dad actually worked with Arthur Nakai, if y'all remember him. Okay. And he was our All-State kicker for yeah. the 2015 team. I had a coach at White Oak that would, uh, if you weren't doing right, he'd get right in there, no yeah. pads, and, and hit hit the kids with no pads, you know, practice with them. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be that type of coach, maybe? <laughs> I definitely feel like I'm the one that brings the energy. Okay, the yeah. So I yeah. wouldn't put it past me to do that. Yeah. If, uh, if there's a day that I feel like, hey, we need to be more physical, there, uh, there may be a time where I have to. You know, what's interesting is I've my dad was a middle school football coach, and so I've kind of gotten to see the game from a lot of different perspectives. I got to see it as a coach's son. As a water boy, I, I wrote for the newspaper last year. Oh, okay. And so I, I've watched the game yeah. as a journalist. I've yeah. watched the game from a play-by-play perspective, okay. like calling plays for Roughneck Radio. And now I'm going to be a coach. Really? You were on Roughneck Radio? Yep. Oh. I was on the inaugural class. I, okay. I was a junior. With the, uh, first, the first year they did Roughneck Radio. Yeah, with uh, Mr. Higg. Yes, he was Man, one of my favorite he's teachers got, ever. He's got the best like radio voice I've heard he around does. here. I mean, it's just... Yeah, yeah. They even did giveaways like most Yeah, people. Yeah, they did yeah. no pizza. Yeah. Give, yeah. I won a pizza one time, but I never claimed it. Yeah. <laughs>
As far as uh, the varsity team goes this year, are you going to be on the sidelines? Or are you going to be? I do not uh, know yet. In the I'm here to serve. You excited? Absolutely. I bet you I'm are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this team is good, and yeah. I think as soon as we come together as a unit, I think we have a lot of individuals right now. Yeah. But that stuff once once we come together during two days, so we're still going to be running spread offense. Our kids are familiar with that. I think it works good for the size of kids that we have. And we've got some speed, and we have some arm talent, and we and we like to space things out. There is some things that we're not going to do the same. There's some things that we're going to add on. But we've got a good guy. His name is Kyle Adams. He seems like every time I see him, he's watching film. So yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. He's he studies the game. He's a he's a student of the game. And so I think he's going to be a nice addition for us for sure. Going into your senior year, what were your expectations that year? We were definitely, we wanted to win a district championship. That was one of our main goals for sure, was to win a district championship. And then from then on, just have a deep run in the playoffs. And personally, I was third team All-State safety my junior year for some writers association. Yeah. But I really didn't have the season I went to my junior year, I guess. Even though there are still some good things about it. But my senior year, I definitely wanted to be first team All-State. Just... And my junior year, I didn't have a lot of offensive responsibilities. I probably scored like five or six yeah. touchdowns, something like that. But that was an element of my game that I really had to step up. I had to be one of the go-to receivers like Dax was. Right. And, but I also had help from Max Cooch, who was on the other side. Yeah, Max was He was a dude. We, had, we were too deep at every wide receiver position. We split the reps half and half. Yeah. I'd go in, he'd go in, I'd split it half. Yeah, Antonio Castiglione. That, that was that was special watching that year with the, yeah, the depth we had, skill positions. Yeah, and yeah. then you know, obviously the line. I think honestly, uh, you know, you need it. You need need some big boys up front. You do need some big boys. It up all front. starts up there. It, yeah. It all uh, starts so there. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it was it was nice watching y'all play that year. Yeah. So take us to the sixteen Jefferson game. You said that was your. You still have nightmares of that game. Yeah, it was probably one of the worst days of my life. And explain why. Like, what was it? Just losing the district championship game? Uh, yeah, pretty Undefeated. much. Undefeated. Yeah. We had beaten Four. another top ten team. Harmony Four. was a top ten yeah. team. I think. I think Hood had eight touchdowns. Yeah, that was the. Did he have it? He had four. He, he got four, four play of the game that game. He threw for four, ran, ran for, for three, and caught one. <laughs> All of our trick plays, it was either called money one, money two, money three. But that was one of our money plays. Is that something Mueller cooked up? Yeah. Pottsboro was the biggest game. And see, with Hood not getting hurt, it would have right. put us playing Pottsboro in the third. Right. I think we go. I think the sky's the limit there. Uh, the sky's the limit with Heath there. I was I was planning on playing Malakoff in the state championship. Like that was my dream. I wanted to play my old teammates. That yeah, would have been crazy. that would have been. There was actually a little bit of beef from someone that was in my class from Mal, and he wasn't even. He was kind of like me. Moved to Malakoff late. We didn't grow up playing football together. But there was a moment in the season. You know, we were White Oak was ranked in the top ten. Right. That was Malakoff. They yeah. were one of the best teams. And so, to my teammates, I put on Twitter, if rankings mattered, there wouldn't be playoffs. And, you know, we were a top-ten ranked team. Yeah. And so I was like, who cares about ranking? 
But that dude from Malakoff thought that I was saying it towards... He must have not realized that we were a ranked team, too. Yeah. And so he thought that I was talking trash to them. Yeah. And he, and he got pissed off at me. That kid, he was like, what are you doing talking crap about your own te- old teammates? I was like, I love my old teammates. I mean, I don't know about you. Like, yeah. you just kind of walked in there and hopped on the ride. But we could have gone further than what we did. I definitely yeah. think so, too. Uh, who knows what happens if... Heath is healthy, you know. Uh, I think our 2016 team, I think we scored the second most points in the history of White Oak. Our defense was probably better the year before, the 2015 team. We just opened up the playbook in 2016. We were throwing the ball around. I think in the Sabine game, we didn't have a designed run the entire first half. It sounds like you you talk about, you know, some mentors and stuff like that when you came here to White Oak, Mm -hmm. uh, Dax Davis and some of the uh, others Mm -hmm. helping you out. Yeah. What would be one thing uh, that helped you? Repping Sessions podcast brought to you by Prospect. Prospect is dedicated to helping East Texas athletes achieve greatness. Contact Prospect, guys. Telling you right now, Joe's the man to go see. If you have a uh, any student in uh, middle school, high school, heck, a little neck, man, get him with Joe. He's going to take him to the next level. Be ready for the, for the big ball on Friday nights. Telling you, go see Joe. Let them know Reppin sent you. Contact Joe at 214-914-8524. And remember, tell them Reppin sent you. Prospect and Joe are proud supporters of Reppin Sessions Podcast. Did you be all state? Did you work hard for it? Did you practice in the offseason? Right. Did you lift weights? Right. So stuff like that. I, I didn't believe I was an all state player. I was on JV as a sophomore. And so I come over to a new school, new defense. And I know free safety was kind of like the position at White Oak. I know Jake Pullen was an all-state safety. And so I was drawing comparisons to him. But my position coach, Tanner Teal, he came up to me one of the first days of practice. He's like, you're going to be an all-state safety for us. I was like, dude, I was on JV last year. What are you talking about? It's like, I'm not going to be an all-state player. But he believed in me before I ever believed in myself. Okay, so coaching helped helped uh, get, get uh, Tanner Teal had such an lot- impact so so coaching helped unlock your potential mm-hmm. as uh, becoming an all-state Absolutely. safety. You know, uh, Barber says the kind of same thing. Yeah, yes. after I heard Barber's podcast, uh, he credits uh, under underclassmen coaches. You know, mm-hmm. having uh, you know a good uh, overall program starts mm-hmm. early and, and putting the work in. At Malakoff, uh, whenever I was on JV, we went twenty and zero. Yeah. So you could see the trans, like you can see why they have a good yes. varsity program, like going to state. I understand, you know, it starts at a young age, putting the work in. Absolutely. Yeah. At Malakoff, like those dudes, they eat, sleep, and breathe football. If you go to a varsity game at Malakoff, and I don't know, maybe the field's changed since I've been there. While I was there, you would see about fifty kids on the side. There, there was like a pretty big open field. And they're all over there playing football, playing yeah, touch football. Yeah, yeah. Like that's those kids dream about yeah, yeah. being on that yeah. field. Yeah. And uh, so that's something that I would like to see from our youth at yeah, White yeah. Are you gonna be coaching in any middle school? So right now I am with a lot of middle schoolers that are coming to power program. I show a lot of attention to them. My fiance is actually about to get hired on staff too. Oh. It's not official yet. Volleyball? Eighth grade volleyball. Let's go. And she was an all state player. She was good. She's been coaching pretty much since like she's been in high school. She's gonna do any club coaching too? It's kind of one, like one or the other. So she was asked a couple of weeks ago if she would do the club stuff. Yeah. But then, but then uh, something came up where it's like, hey, we need someone else to help with 
cheer. We need someone to help with volleyball. We need someone to help with basketball. And Kyle's like, I'm, I know all these things. Before I went public, where I, when your brother did the article with me on repping, uh-huh. uh, I had a number of people ask if your dad was behind the page. Like, who, <laughs> yeah. I don't know who Paul Cook is. They swore up and down, like, Paul Cook, you're Paul Cook, you're Paul Cook. I'm like, I don't know who Paul Cook is. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't know it was your dad at the time either. Yeah. And it wasn't until the last podcast. Why did they think you were my dad? I don't know. Just, yeah. uh, I guess because your brother was. Uh, I had posted your brother, and your brother was posting repping shirts. Mm. Yeah. And so that I guess they thought maybe since nobody knew about it that mm. you know that they were linking it together. So yeah. it was funny that you know it just kind of that his name was brought because man, I heard the first two years I had. I probably got messaged 40 times. Who's behind? Uh, who are you? Yeah. People would always try to guess who I was. Yeah. You think Paul's going to come to some of the games this year if you're in the press box or on the sidelines? I'm sure he's always been very supportive of yeah. 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 He would come to a lot of the games whenever I was a senior. I'm sure your mom would probably be around too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's not as crazy about football. <laughs> okay. She likes watching me play. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so I want to ask you before we cut it out, Brandon. 22. I know you've made a comment about Roy Bruce. I know you told me your grandpa's told you a little bit. Do you feel 22 should be retired in White Oak? Absolutely. There's, if there's anyone that needs to be retired in White Oak, it's him. And I don't think it should be limited to him either. I think Max McGee. Max McGee, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See. But Roy Bruce is special just because it's kind of like what could have been. And, that and, and what he accomplished he, at White Oak. Yeah, yeah, and what he accomplished at White Oak mm-hmm. and what could have been, obviously. But yeah, right. Max McGee for what he did probably after he left White Oak. Yeah. Now he had 3,000 in a season. And but then also, the hey, Max yeah. McGee didn't have nothing, nothing to do with White Oak. Uh, so. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. yeah, so I would say you would have to exemplify yeah. being a rough and man. The quarterback on that team, he never lost a game. He said without mm-hmm. Roy. Why do would not have a 57 state house? Oh, yeah. Shout out to your brother again. Did another article and put it in the paper. So. Shout out to okay, yeah, his brother. Did that. Okay. Yeah. Is, your brother just graduated. He was a salutatorian, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was awesome. Man. Yeah. So he's, cool. he's a little journalist. Yeah, man. That runs in my family. Uh, your mom's a journalism Jer- teacher. And then her dad was the sports editor at the Longview News Journal for a long time. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. John Inman. He works with George Whitley. He called uh, some of the games, too, at White Oak. Okay. Before. Uh, uh, Keith yeah. All right, man. Brandon, thank you so much, man. This has been fun. Repping Thanks Session Podcast, me. Episode 11. We are out. Roll, Roughnecks, roll.